For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure at it by your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.3, Who You Gonna Call? My name is Tanzan, and I am joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hi. Chapter 5. Michael and Dresden travel to the Never Never in Battle Agatha. The two manage to put the spirit down and find out the spirit has been tortured. Just before the two can leave the Never Never, Dresden's godmother catches up to them. So, back to where we started. (laughs) (laughs) We've come full circle. And by that, we mean him and Michael plunge through the hole. In reality, the whole in reality. We said already, they're like best friends, most open (laughs) communication. Uh, Lydia Mike. accused him of being gay <laughs> last <laughs> episode. Michael is is traditional but new breed Catholic. So, anyways, I highly doubt any Catholic is defining themselves like that. <laughs> uh, hello. Okay. So yeah. So off they run to the Never Never. And almost and immediately, the ghost dust uh, turns <laughs> heavy. <laughs> 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 So it's designed to make not real things more real. So when you go to the not real place, it's like super double real. Yeah, Michael asks what the ghost dust is. And we get depleted uranium, cold iron, basil, dung from uh, something. Never mind, never mind. I, you know what? I don't want to know. Now we know where Dresden's gold nugget has gone to. It's black market uranium purchases. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, we get hints of this what as the go books go on with his contraband in that basement (laughs) and like like, this is super far ahead but like we've already spoken about the fbi like eventually like the cops at one point get access to his home and he's like who they are not going to be happy to find like all the like radioactive material i have down there it's like super irresponsible bro (laughs) like no hazmat suit in sight (laughs) it's depleted uranium it's insane he didn't have that much radioactive especially because like as has been well established even at this point the wizard chooses the material he thinks is most appropriate like just be a more chill dude (laughs) like i i love that it's paired with basil like, right? Just something from the kitchen. He's just a weirdo. Yeah. Like, I couldn't afford anything after that. Oh, all kinds of. I did a little bit of research, and, and Wick encircles the spiritual aspect of Basil is banishing and protection. Dozy. So. Not so weird. Still, Makes though. Perfect <laughs> and listen, a lot of this comes from Bob being the one to be like, no, it's got to be uranium. It's got to be Basil. It's got to be this, right? It has to be diamonds, right. Harry. It I has to be diamonds. Feel like Harry could be like, I took biology. Like, just dirt is fine. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, there's, like, what the whole theory that, like, like, well, it's not a theory, it's literally true. <laughs> like, I have a theory. Your entire body is made up of all the particles that the rest of the universe is made up of. Like, you know, like, you've got the same sort of chemicals we in you that have stars have, right? uranium in us. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm like, Harry could have easily, like, you know, been like, eh, rabbit's foot, done. Like, you know, like, <laughs> something you can get from, like, your hobby shop. Like, Ah, so yeah, so we get there and discover that it looks like um, the ghosts demence. D- d- domain. Domain. It's actually, I know, which is super cool because the never never is just the other. I mean, like we've got a million different depictions of like you know never never worlds, right? Like we've got all sorts of different ideas and dimensions and whatever. So this is literally just like you know you've got like real world and supernatural world. Pretty much, there's only. Uh, essentially, there's only two worlds as far as we, you know, we'll go into detail right now, right? The outer gates are maybe like a For third one. But simplistically, But yeah. simplistically, we've just got, we've got, you're either in on Earth or you're in the Never Never. And that's it. Which is also, yeah, part all, of our reality. Well, yeah, which is, it's all part of the universe, same reality. Yeah. But the point is, like, like yeah, there's not, like, yeah. a fairy realm and a vampire realm and, a like, a whatever. Like, they yeah, all, yeah, yeah, either yeah, you're yeah. in the world or you're in the Never Never. Yeah. That's only those two. But even, like, this portion of the Never Never is particularly shaped 
shaped by Agatha's um, this is recollection a- of Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it. It's the same. I'm assuming it comes from the same. I didn't do the whole etymological research on it, but this is just like the old French version or French version or whatever of domain, basically, is what. So I yeah, think they say historians domain. use it as it used to be like land owner, like either owned by the crown or like the mansion's grounds or whatever was your domain as opposed to domain, D-O-M-A-I-N, which we use now, which is just, I think, I think it's more of like a geographical Mm -hmm. as opposed to this was like possessed and owned by, right? So I think that's the only real, so yeah, so this is literally her creation. This is her domain, but domain. Of a 19th century Chicago with everything made of wood. <laughs> no wonder good. the real Chicago kept burning down. I know, I love that. Now I, th- I can't remember if I made this point or not before, because I used to work masonry, mm-hmm. about how there's a sp- specific Ooh. style of brick that's called Chicago style, which is reclaimed bricks from fires that were there. And it's, they specifically have, like, the, the bricks are, have vis- been visibly scorched. Yes. And, and it's really oh, expensive. expensive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's a style that people use for... Yeah. This is why we have hoarders. See, it's no, somebody might want this someday. It's good. I'm keeping these bricks. <laughs> Bur- you never bricks? know if I might want to rebuild the city. In a hundred years, somebody's gonna pay a lot of money for this. Exactly. That's gonna be in demand. And it is. <laughs> yeah. One day I will get my storage unit cleaned out, I swear. <laughs> um so yeah. <laughs> you don't have expensive bricks sitting in there. There's no point. Not yet. <laughs> but by the time I finally get it cleaned out in a hundred years. Antiques. Then they will be worth something. Yeah. So yeah. So it's very it's got rats and 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 wooden sidewalks and wooden everything and all built. It's all whatever. And then you've got, they've still got their little shimmering tear in reality. So you've got like, what is it? Stale or sterile hospital air pouring in with, you know, old Chicago streets and stuff like that. So it doesn't take long. So he's looking around, um, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Harry wanted to, yeah, try and get a good, I think they said this before, like when they were first going up to or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it'd be nice to like, not be in peril for a minute. And, and get a good or See, this is where he stayed yeah he ghost. said he wants to get a good look and he's like did you hear he's where he's saying he's like no not yet like I yeah I need to like not be in mortal peril yeah. for a second to actually take a moment and focus and see what's going on and I didn't get a chance to do that in the hospital because things went mortal peril AWOL yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they both kind of agree that quick. you know as much as it's shitty to be in the never never it does give them a couple more opportunities now to learn some shit mm-hmm. so like yeah. um, since we're here yeah, so, and I love this too. He's like, oh, I hate to say it, but I think we, he's like, I was about to say split up, but and they were split up. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to Scooby Doo it. Agatha just popped up, and they're like, okay, whew, here she is. Sort of. <laughs> Harry going one way, and Michael going, going the, the other. other. But, yeah. Right. So she swings, and my little angel, and she's going, yeah. So, so she's still, she's still missing the arm. The arm definitely got left behind in in mortal Chicago. Um, and But here it's all like bleeding and bloody stump kind of thing from where she ripped it away and everything Grotesque, like that. Yeah. And yeah, but so she's just coming at him one-handed. She's like, I will just beat the crap out of you anyways. So, um... Harry so, uses his shield, but grossly overloads it, the never-never, and backfires against him. Yeah, Boom. not expecting her. Yeah, just blows the shit out of his shield. So that's not cool. No. Yeah. It's like trying to reason with him and she's just going like more batshit crazy and he's like, yeah, she's oh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Never mind. All right. Yeah. And there's um uh, uh what is it? There's a there's a moment here when they're both just a little bit like, okie dokie, bad news or good news. <laughs> and Michael instantly shuts it down. He's like, just bad news, listen. <laughs> Got those hounds in the distance. I love that moment. Holy shit, I breathe. Hell <gasps> the best moment ever. Harry, Michael said certainly you know i hate it when you swear you're right sorry holy shit i breathed heck hounds i was like mother's out hunting i (laughs) fucking love the first time i ever read it and every time over and over and over it's one of my favorite fucking moments ever holy shit hell hounds harry sorry holy holy shit heck hounds it was it was a really oh, well placed joke. Love. Like it was great. I have to do I'm pretty sure there's a really similar, if not this one, reiterated in I think it's in Skin Game. 
Anyways, I forgot to look at it. But yeah, it's just one of the fucking best. I fucking love that line. Absolutely fucking best ever. Mm-hmm. I just oh, imagine shit. this is like something like Jim Butcher came up with on a sticky note and it's been sitting on his laptop for like three <laughs> years. And he's like, finally, let's use this. <laughs> or one of those things like popped into his head at like 3 a.m. Yeah. and he just fucking like made him giggle shit. like mad. He's like fucking like, <laughs> yeah. how, do I, how do I get to this joke? How do I set up a book just for this joke? Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this is when we, you know, Michael knows shit that we don't know about his godmother. So just just a little bit more backstory here about Michael and his in-depth knowledge of Harry. Which is, again, where another opportunity for Michael would be like, do you want to go back? Like, I'll deal with this myself. Like, you gotta get out of here. It's like, oh, Michael. He's like, I'm probably gonna die and I can't get back out, but you go, we'll figure it out if it's meant to be. And like, well-established, Michael has no way to open or close the rift himself. But he's like, Harry, you can go, right? And it's like, oh, Michael, you're so nice, right? Like, I'll deal with this shit myself. But also to the extended point of also just being like, this is how bad this fairy godmother apparently is. Like, damn. Yeah. And as we find out, surely he doesn't know the whole end all and be all of the situation but yeah he knows that Harry doesn't want to be there and it's not good and he just I mean again Michael sort of as we sort of had a little bit established in his conversations with Harry about not really liking the whole wizardry and the bob and the you know like fairies in general are just kind of not really good not really part of so even if he doesn't know like all the down and dirty details you know I think Michael's just pretty comfortable and like you just shouldn't be there's no fairies in the bible so we're not friends with them (laughs) (laughs) kind of but yeah exactly just like harry doesn't need to be associating with whatever purpose this fairy godmother has Uh we should just probably not um so yeah yeah. harry refuses he's like let's just hurry and michael grins at him and they start four and it's like such good friendship yeah but i mean so good to each other. They are, and I mean, again, I think that's what you like. It's it's like Harry offering to split the paycheck from the police case, knowing that Michael's not actually going to. And and Michael's kind of the same way. He's like, you can ditch me and go because I know this is a pretty bad mm-hmm. sin. But you know, deep down, he knows Harry's not going to ditch yeah. him, and they're going to work together, and it's all they'll be there for each like help. To, yeah, whatever. So it's all. So yeah. So now they've got an extra second sticking on the clock kind of an extra second hand going so not only are they racing against Agatha and the babies already now they've got exactly so blah 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 so they have their big fight with Agatha nothing too super right fantastic there I think Gustin tries to make an attack but mostly ends up getting his coat mauled (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh, so they finally defeat her. Right, Harry almost goes down. He ends up using the he can't sort of dust her because it's, but but because it's just so like super real, he just like can use it as a fucking yeah. like black yeah. jack and just thunks her. He, he right. sets one Chicago on fire. Just... Well, he does. They they have the epic fight scene. He blasts yeah. things around with the with the stuff and starts burning it all over again. The point being is they kill her. And they check the body. And he's, yeah, he can still hear these horses and dogs baying, and he's getting all, and, and Michael's like, hey, look, and Harry's like, yeah, 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 he's like, no, no, look, like, have you, and they discover this barbed wire spell on her, and Harry's yeah. like, this is not. No wonder she went mad. Yeah, so this is kind of a big deal. So now they know that there's. The ghosts are being tortured. Uh, some, yeah, that this is an intentionally being pushed to happen, not just sort of a natural causation of some kind. And, and not just tortured, but I take the impression of like marionette strings even like maybe i don't know if i ever took it quite that but i always thought it was just pushing them to be more and more and more More real more yeah yeah i didn't think it was necessarily marionetting is pointing them in any particular direction Mm -hmm. is simply just getting them more riled up or something but regardless yeah. any way you want to look at it the effect is that yeah it's, it's not they were driven mad which made them more it's capable not the of seasonal angle it's yeah. not just like their whole know. intent was to cause destruction and and pain and, and death and whatnot yeah and it's happening so yeah, well and, and like uh just to summarize like essentially like agatha was always having this issue she's kind of since she died like a hundred years ago yeah she's been constantly like kind of like this bemoaning spirit upset unrest living through the tragedy of killing her own baby by accident and then murdering her husband and then yeah. herself like she's kind of always had this Uh, you know this thing but wasn't strong enough for it to ever really affect the mortal world right like 
generally speaking, like her yeah. haunting the hospital, she was so weak that it wasn't an issue. And then yeah. through whatever curse that has or come through maybe recently, like, right? you know, one or two. And here she just about took out the whole ward, whole nursery and, you know, yeah, nursery, like, like, like exactly, right? Yeah. Like it's definitely never been, exactly if fucking a whole nursery of babies kept dying every other week. Harry probably would have been aware about it before, right. you know, so yeah. exactly, it's never been to that point. Would have closed down the nursery by now, but <laughs> yes. You would really freaking hope, right? So, so, yeah, so now they know there's not just maybe a something, there's a someone that right. they can, yeah. right? And then, so yeah, so Michael's all like, all right, got the on us, this is good, well, see, and we learned something, it's a good thing we came It's a good thing we came here. to the Never Never, way <laughs> awesome. <laughs> And then Here's the positive aspect, but yeah. And then Harry's everything's like, burning. Oh, let's go. Yeah, oh. the city's burning. Yeah, especially are obvious. God smiles on us. Uh, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, oh, and yeah, I love that. He's like, well, can the flames hurt us? He's like, yes, yes, they can. <laughs> we should like, go. Oh, we hi. are here. No, yeah. And they literally turn around to go, and he's like, wait a second, I don't hear anything. Hello, yeah. my son. <laughs> <laughs> Only to be greeted by Leah. Oh, Leah. Gotta love Leah. Just speaking about how Michael is like, never goes through any growth. He's pretty much the steadiest person. Leah's one of the most frantic up and down and back and forth. And <laughs> Goddamn like, fucking fairies. Yeah, literally. Like, she's one of the wildest You love her, changes. you hate her. She's it's helpful, kind of an, she's not. As much as I do love Leah, it's almost like meeting a new character every time we meet yeah. her. It's like her motives change in every scene. And like, yeah. you never trust her, but you're always just like, fuck, who are you? Like, yeah, each right? and every time. <laughs> yeah. Good old fairies. Good old fairies. So, yeah. um... Yeah. Michael and Dresden are confronted by Leah, Dresden's godmother. Michael is unable to intervene due to the covenant that exists between Harry and Leah. Dresden tricks her, and the two manage to escape the Never Never. So, you get this very gorgeous woman. Kind of, a little bit feline, but yeah. woman. Which I think is fair, because she is a supernatural fairy type. Yeah. She gets to be extraordinarily beautiful. Totally. Yeah. Um, Red and, hair. And, you know, Columbus. Michael instantly, like, steps between them, and he's like, hey, like, fuck off, fairy. <laughs> Back off, get your own wizard. Exactly. I've got dibs <laughs> on this one. And she's like, well, actually, I have dibs. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then Michael's like, oh, wait, y'all have a deal? Yeah, and That's so this true. tells, so he knows about Leah. Mm-hmm. He knows that, that Harry doesn't want to run into her. He knows it's bad if she gets her claws into him and why he doesn't want to go into the never-never. But obviously Michael didn't have the entire backstory, for good, bad, or different, whether that was sort of on purpose or just never came up or whatever. You know, we don't know what and how much Harry's told him about it. But yeah, he's already to defend. He's like, wait, you chill, like, free will, dude. I'm out. I'm out, sees. Like, that's our whole gig. Yeah, <laughs> you agreed to be with, what, agreed he, to make a deal with her, that's on you. Yeah. He's like, um, I can't. And then Harry. Which Harry like, totally defends himself. He's like, I was a child. That's not fair. Like, yeah. Which I, I agree. Which does have a certain <laughs> yeah. fairness there. But again, when you get down to the very strict nitty gritty, that yeah. exactly like. Well, fairies don't really care about age of consent. Yeah. And had, <laughs> and had Harry, or had Michael been there at 16 or whatever when Harry made this deal, maybe he could have done something mm-hmm. to step in and but 10 now 12 years after the fact when da, 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 you know now it's too late now he can't go back he's yeah. like well now you've that covenant is sort of whatever right like yeah he's like I and can't. it's it's pretty much established that harry's been avoiding the never never to avoid leah for like 12 years which so, is uh, a long time to not ever go in the never never and i'm sure he's like like as now it's not like the first time i went to the never never in more than a decade like he's probably been here for a time or two before popped but like he pops in here for like it, seconds at a time you know he's like, too in these first couple books when he introduced and he kind of says it's a place you don't want to mess around yeah. anyway so i mean it's not like someplace like it's not like peter pan's neverland where it's like oh i wish i could go hang out with lost boys and you know go tease Captain Hook for a while. It's like, I don't really ever want to go there if I don't have to. Like, it's creepy and it's cool. And he has not developed sort of a good use for it yet or whatever. So there is sort of a fairness that, yeah, at least it's not like... Well, Harry would be, like, way far along in what he, like, as either P.I. or a wizard or whatever, if he would just, you know, stop being a chicken shit and go hang out in the never-never. It's like, no, I don't really want to do that anyways. This is just extra 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 reason to yeah. not dick around in there because yeah 
I have a target on my back specifically right. as opposed yep. to just maybe shit will happen. So I think that is kind of fair. Yeah. So um, real quick to just go over episode one and two now. We've had in the first episode, Harry, I think it was, maybe it wasn't the first episode. We kind of ended early. Maybe both were second episode. I don't know when we record things. Everything blurs Ever? together. <laughs> I don't know this book. Okay. My point is, is that like when he ran into Agatha the first time, he was starting to fall for this like... Tanzan singing, whatever it's called. Oh, the enchantment. He started to fall for the enchantment. Like, he, like, very slowly was like, oh, like, um, fuck, wait, stop, stop, (laughs) don't. And as we established ourselves, he was falling for Cassandra's tears, too, right? Whether or not he acknowledged it or not. Yep. Now this third time, we've got Leah. She, like, strokes his cheek, and she's like, Harry, send the nice man away. Like, let you and me me just talk for a moment, right? And Harry's like, he's like, go away, Michael. Like, I got this. Like, uh, the (laughs) the rift is going to close soon. Like, you should go. And and Michael's doing the whole, like, Like, "Mm, (laughs) Harry, bitch, don't you? And he's like, it's fine, Michael. Like, go through the rift. I got this. Like, leaning into Leah. And then motherfucker is just like, Wham, bam, boom, fuck Cold you. Cold coxer. Cold yeah. coxer. Pulls the cheap shot with the uh, ghost dust. Boom. Yeah. Pop, pop. And, like, again, he's like, go, Michael. And they run for the rift. And I'm just like, the strongest thing you've dealt with in 12 hours is the one that you're like, ah, ah, ah. I, saw I don't fall for you. He totally just, like, and I, th- I think, again, I was, I was. I think maybe he has a bit of foresight. Condor. For, for no, he totally bluffs her. Blight said bluffs uh, her, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also knows what 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 kind of power yeah, that yeah. she has. So the most I think he's got a little Leah. bit more defense against it. Yeah, and I've sort of gone back and forth with that sometimes too. Like, was the entire thing like a con right from the first second, or a little bit like Agatha? Like for a second, was he sort of, but just was able to kind of pull himself back again. That. You know, I think he needed that time to collect himself and figure out what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's what's plan A? What's plan A? (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's done. What's plan A? (laughs) Well, yeah, because he does say it because he's like, go home, Michael. He's like, my voice came out thick, dull, as though I'd been drinking, right? So he's already starting. And then Michael's like, Harry. And then he's like, Leah placed one long fingered slender hand upon my cheek, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had to fight to keep thoughts of her beauty from preoccupying me altogether, right? So I'm like, to me, that was like, maybe there was a little bit, like she was trying and it was, you know, there was a little bit, but yeah, I think he did definitely play into it a little bit. Like he was sort of fighting and he, yeah, did sort of allow it to coax him in a lit, to lull her into that false oh, yeah, sense Like of I didn't security. try to fight the magic. Yeah, but he did again, right? So it's like there probably was a little bit of, I mean, yeah, if he could have just, boom, jumped right through the hole right then and there, but it was like she's kind of was, and he's like, oh, shit, and then he's like, wait, I can use this, too, mm-hmm. or whatever, but yeah, either way. Whether it was all premeditated. Underestimated, Whether it was Leah. a great con or a little bit of luck or <laughs> both, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think any of us really saw that coming the first yeah. time either. He's like, it's okay. Because let's say, because he drops his... Rod and staff and everything, and you're right. like, Harry, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you're His defenses are gone. Yeah, and then he fucking does. I will go with you. There's... When hell freezes over. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, he's like, not much lore about fairies and depleted uranium yet, but there's a ton about fairies and cold iron. So, yeah. Really, it was the basil that did it. Probably, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They hate basil. <laughs> fairies and Italian. Right. Never, never <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, but yeah. at least he grabs his shit this time and runs. The number of times Shows Harry's like, grabs his shit. Yeah. yeah, like like fighting scorpions and he leaves his fucking shit behind. So and he's not coming back to the Never Never anytime soon. He yeah, can go back to the burnt down yeah. house. Well, except he didn't. He ended up having to remake those. But anyways, point being is yeah. For once, I'm like, thank you. At least you grabbed your shit. And now he's secretly I'm like, got a I know there's gonna be of... some point where you're gonna be you know disarmed. But can we not have it happen in like the first book and then for the next thirty chapters be like running around without it? I was gonna say. I was like, it was. He lost his shit at the end of Stormfront, so he had all year to make new shit. Yeah, <laughs> he had yeah. until full moon to make new shit. This yeah. is the beginning of the book. He needs his shit still. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. though. But sometimes now, it's yeah. now he's got himself a cupboard like... that's filled with blasting rods. <laughs> yeah, and... literally. You would think if he was smart, that's what he would have done. But you will find that no. Shoot, <laughs> what movie Ooh, is I like that from? This one. I'm just gonna stick with one. I can't remember what movie that's from. It's so funny. Darn. Probably a couple. Just like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, somebody, like, snaps their wand and they just open the cupboard, like, 400 of the exact same version, just (laughs) grab it and go. Yeah. Walking stick or something. I don't remember what it is, though. So it doesn't matter. Um, That's okay. I got you. They run. (laughs) Poor Michael gets 
snapped on by a hellhound, by a heck yeah, hound. Gets, heck hound, he gets chewed on a little bit, and, but... Um, yeah, man, and Leah's just... One gets poked in the eye. No! Yeah, he does, because, yeah, he, he falls down and gets... Yeah, and that's it, and he jabs his staff, I think. Is it the rod? Yeah, he his staff or something eye. right into the... <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel that a little bit. Okay. Leah's like, ah! <laughs> so, real quick, I just want to throw this out there, okay? This could just be descriptions because you want to have a fun battle scene, but I should be pointed out that fairies can only say something that's true. Yep. That is a rule of Jim Butcher's world for fairies. Yep. So she calls out and she's like, treacherer, tre- treasonous, poisonous child. You reminded your mother swore unto me as you swore. You swore, yeah. We all know what that means overall, but she has to only speak to the letter of the law. Yeah. Right? I'm just saying, it was just like, she, you, tre- treasonous, poisonous child. She really has to fully believe that to say it. Right. Well, well he, he did just poison her with iron. I know. I'm just saying. It was, like, it was uh, you know, fun comment. Okay. We'll have to explore that a little more. But not here right now. Nee-hee. Um, you shouldn't make contracts with a minor. <laughs> yeah, I know. That. And fell to the rift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and that's the other Jess, thing. Jess, he's like uh, hoping it's still open enough. <laughs> sorry, that was the other part. Uh, then she calls after him and calls him a serpent child. Yes. A serpent child. A serpent yes, child. If you will not give me your life, serpent child, then I will have your blood. But again, we know metaphors, but she can only speak to the letter of the law. Fairies can't speak in metaphors. She has to fully believe what she says. Well, hmm. do they not? They speak some in. It still has to be true, but they can. Yeah, they can twist speak and in riddles. And but riddles and metaphors. Yeah. I think they can. can? Okay. I don't know if I would necessarily take that not as too literal. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like you say, if you want to put or that's just fairy language hindsight. for you're a jerk. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, again, right? There is that, right? The the way they talk yeah. and she has a reason to be angry. For she sure. definitely has. And it's he's like calling def- somebody a bastard yeah. when they're not really actually a bastard. Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't know that that for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, because I think definitely that they can be like treacherous, poisonous serpent. Like I think okay. they can still use insults. Ins- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? We don't actually think that Dresden is half serpent. <laughs> I, well, and this is right, like. I mean, again, it has so many meanings that it can be literal and all. Like, I mean, you know, you can call a serpentine road because that's what that meaning has become of being twisty and bending. But it doesn't mean that you're actually driving down a snake, right? So, I don't know. 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 This is is what it's all about. This is the fun we're getting into. This is the beauty of each subsequent book. Okay, those are just a little too high. So I managed to make it through the rift <laughs> just as it closes. Their ears bleeding. Because <laughs> who doesn't like a last minute exit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Takes a little blast from Leah to just kind of push him back through and pray. So, yeah. There. They check on the babies who are now breathing and safe. Yay. There are no dead babies. Yay. <laughs> God smiled on us. All is right in the world. You suck. <laughs> I wasn't the one killing them. (laughs) (laughs) But you took too much glee in that hole. Anyway, so yes, we get back. Mimi's, and then, and then, and then Michael's like, oh, you got away from her. And he's like, haha, I did. I was like, but you lied to her. He's like, I tricked her. Classic tactics with fairies. And he's like, but, but. But we're the good guys. <laughs> I thought you were an honest man, Harry. Harry's like, she's a fairy. He's like, but Harry. Like, the, that's not how the good guys win. Yeah. I He's love like, how dedicated he is. Yeah, I know. I love He's how Harry's so like, screw that, man. He's like, I'm mostly honorable. It's a freaking fairy, man. I was like, screw that shit. I don't feel bad at all. Literally. <laughs> and I like how more He's in like, this I'm... scene, an orderly runs in, looks at them, runs away screaming, and they're just like, <laughs> look at it. They're like, anyways, keep talking. <laughs> I know. That's the other best part about it. They just keep it. They're like wiping blood off. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like Michael's like checking the wounds on his leg and like mopping them. And then he starts clearing like ectoplasm and crap off his like sore. giant fucking sore. <laughs> And like some kind of alarm starts going off. One of the nurses stepped in to take a look and runs out screaming. He's like, you know what bothers me? <laughs> like, what? She's like, I wonder how she got here. And he's like, he's like, I'm putting my rod and staff like out of reach. Out of reach. Right. He's like, Michael sheathing the sword. He's like, we stick our hands on her head. And <laughs> they just sit there like, and just talk. He's like, yeah, that's kind of 
weird. It does seem like an unlikely coincidence. And they're just like sitting there ready to go. And the cop comes like, you know, you just picture like this cop, you know, like wildly running in. I'm like, the cop, he's still like, where'd they go? Where'd they go? And they're just like calmly sitting there ready to be like, We're ready to be arrested. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'd be like, I know, but did you see what like Julie was wearing the other day? Like, I can't believe. And did you know her and John are dating now? Like, I know, right? And how about that blues gilly? It was just like full. hands on their heads, weapons yeah, set aside. Sitting on the floor, everything out of reach. Just yeah, and then like, and then uh, yeah. Michael, don't worry, just let me do the talking. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> I love it so I much. It. <laughs> so good. So good. So we did, did our best to look friendly and not threatening. <laughs> Chapter seven. <laughs> huh, what was this about this book like picking up and really? Like <laughs> <laughs> I love Michael. I, I love, love him so much. I love him ever, ever. I love Bob. Like I said, the people you meet in this book are just like <laughs> every fan favorite. Yeah. Michael, Leah, Thomas. We'll get there. Mm. So good. Mm-hmm. We love you too, Murphy. You were the most important. We met you first, but... Obviously. <laughs> you were the... You're the OG fan favorite. OG. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 7. Harry and Michael wait in jail to be bailed out. The two discuss the nature of their business until Charity arrives and bails them out. Susan drives Dresden home, and they are met by two vampires. Michael, I can't believe we're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, just let me do the talking. I can't believe. <laughs> and then Disturbing the peace. Trespass. <laughs> Illegal parking, speeding, failure to obey traffic signs, dangerous and reckless operation of a motor vehicle. I'm going to lose my license. <laughs> Disturbing the peace. I'll show you disturbed peace. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love. Yeah. And then and then of course Mike he's like, well, you can't really blame them. Like, you know, we did all those things. Like you were speeding the hand. <laughs> he's like, but <laughs> and then in typical pouty. You know, <laughs> just a tantrum. Kicks like we don't even bar. get we don't get paid for this. We barely even get well, thanks. Now we fucking, get arrested. Fucking kicks the bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He took his boots away. From us. And he hurts himself. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Throws himself down on the bench. And... So petulant. Yeah. I love how Michael is just so acceptant of uh, how things work. He's like, that's just how things are. Yeah. yeah. But he's the first one. He's like, I can't believe we were arrested. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so often, right? Normally, you know, everything works out and all these little adjustments and... And and right place, right time. Right place, right time that, yeah. And it's like, but now you got Harry's chaotic, yeah. good... Chaotic bad luck. Good. Just bad luck. What is, he's not like chaotic neutral, but like chaotic good or something. Is that yeah, Harry? No. Where he's like, I don't know exactly. I, I got to research those more and and get all the levels so I use them properly. Because I, but anyways, yeah. Alignment just, chart. Just, <laughs> alignment chart exactly. But it's like he just kind of like Harry just kind of like like he's like I never end up in jail. Like I always go in and save the day if they need saving, and I go home like that's the or whatever, right? But he's like this. I always like, escape before they take like, me to jail. Demons, <laughs> ghosts. Well, but you know what I mean. It's like that should I deal with, but I never get caught up with like fucking cops. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. So now they're like, okay. Well, at least now we know that there's a like, yeah. Because he's like, we don't know what's going on. He's like, oh no, we know what's a who. So he's like, yeah. The Lord will never give you a bigger burden than you can. He's like, well, I need bigger shoulders. Someone in accounting screwed up. <laughs> like. <laughs> But yeah, so then and Michael's like, come on, it was all worth it. And Harry's like, no, it wasn't. I'm not going to let you see me smile, but hey, hey, it was so worth it. Yeah. yeah. Little Just thinking of the babies. babies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Michael knows his wife, Charity, was going to be unhappy with the circumstances. Oh, it's even like, how long do you think it was until we get bailed out? And Harry's like, I don't know. He's, he's like, no. you, or, no, Michael's like, little, 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 <laughs> Harry, how long until we get bailed out? And Michael's like, I don't know, you'd be the better judge. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, Dick. what? 
But yeah, he's like, Charity's not going to be happy. So then she shows up. All we can do is face what comes and have faith. And then, I like the little tease there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turns it back around on him, yeah. right? Throws his words back at him, right? Michael grunted, you know, and he's like, I'll say a prayer to St. Jude. And as we all know, St. Jude is the patron saint of... Desperate causes and lost causes. No, exactly. <laughs> a hopeless situation here. It's all fine. We're good. <laughs> I should know that. I should pray to that guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you to a couple of times, but... <laughs> Oh, forget and about Saint it. Anthony for lost things. I know that one. I lose everything. That I know that one. Guy. I know. I've done it honestly. But anyways, so um, hour later, cop comes, wants him out. They made bail. Ooh. Yeah. So charity. Yeah, charity has come to bail out Which, Michael. I want to know how much their bail was. I wish that had been more said because, like, I know for a fact that setting bail in America is like the most insane. Like, it's, a money grab. it's the most insane rules for like, like what thousand dollars for a parking ticket. And, well, like, it's just like insane. Like some things are like you know like a hundred bucks, and other things are like ten thousand bucks. You know, and it's just which like which I get if it's like a parking ticket or murder, but murder's a lot more than ten k. But is it no? But you know what I mean. It's but like, yeah. what is it? Is it like yeah? It's like trying to put you like ten thousand bail for like a parking ticket, but then it's like two hundred and fifty if you like knock over the Seven Eleven. Like you talking well, like it's that kind of crazy. To my understanding, is that it's like it's like like states have like a suggested but it's all up to the judge right and they get to use other uh, determinations like if they think you're gonna run or this or right, that right, or whatever right, like right, that right, right? right so like you literally just like incarceration so as like opposed super subjective something yeah. a, just, a minor misdemeanor like which is disturbing the peace is like well yeah. the only thing though is that like as we've brought up on this show before is that i like to watch police interrogations right <laughs> and like i'll watch like the same case with like 10 different people and they all have insane bails and the cops will tell them to like uh, like um, to intimidate them, like that's an insane number for what you did. Just so you know, like that's way more than what normally we would normally fifty dollars, right? but we're well, posting your bail and, at ten thousand. And I don't personally know, right? right? Like I'm not looking up state by state crimes, and I'm, so I never know. I'm like, is this just a tactic by the cop, or is that like really insane, or is that just average? But it's like, yeah, like generally yeah. speaking, like. Well, okay. Admittedly, I watch interrogations for like cool shit, which is like murder. <laughs> <laughs> cool Typically shit. speaking, I'm not watching it for like holding up a 7-Eleven, but I still would imagine it's a, probably a few thousand when they've got like what five or six charges between both of them. I just think it'll be a couple thousand. So it, like I would have to assume between the two of them having six or so charges each, it was. Like, e like, even, like, at the absolute minimum, I would say a thousand each, but I'm sure it's more than that. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably more like five thousand between them each or something like that. And like even five thousand each? Yeah, or I would say, like, I would honestly guess, like, probably five thousand each, and that's even then, like, a low number. Like, I would put it as, like, them not having a criminal past was probably, like, why, and they're yeah. both white. And, and <laughs> <laughs> I just mumbled that into that. I was gonna say, see, and this is less of a problem, I think, with Michael and Charity, because despite the fact that we've established or are about sorry are about to establish that he's just a carpenter um and that they have several children an undisclosed amount as such but she said she needed a sitter for the children so um but again michael following the straight and narrow being a knight of the cross you know i'm gonna say they're good folks they they you know always have enough to provide and therefore they will have their little savings and their nest egg and I'm impressed, like, Susan comes up with this, because, again, unless he's got a little bit of that gold nugget left stashed away, Harry's made it pretty pretty obvious that he doesn't, on any kind of regular basis, have five grand stashed mm -hmm. away. Not even one grand stashed away. <laughs> Susan is... Again, we've established she's a good reporter. She's now syndicated, but I'm like, yeah, again, still probably not making that much. Susan just like yeah. is super good with her money. Like had a little bit, you know, from her parents when she got started in life or something. Like she can just come up with five grand, or I don't know, maybe she's got good enough credit. Harry probably doesn't because he's not established anywhere because he can't get doesn't get any utilities. But I'm like, maybe she just gets a bail bonds and like I can't like, imagine Susan doesn't have five grand either. I really she, can't imagine she makes more than like hundred and fifty dollars maximum per article. I don't and, have a you know, as, if works. there's like when I worked for it, I got fifty bucks an article. And, yeah, like, but that it was, was not also like a youth magazine. Oh, thing. My, that's no why I'm guessing like a hundred and fifty maybe per yeah. article or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, but she doesn't have to write a shit ton but, of articles, or but she's on staff on multiple, as a on multiple magazines. Then you know, like hundred and fifty times like ten magazines or times twenty. Like I don't know. Like no, we don't know how this works. I get that. I'm just saying. But, my point is, that I still don't think it's a lot of money. No, I, that's thing. what I'm saying. Is that yeah? No, I don't think that. So just where Susan, like I say, I'm like I don't know where she like. Five grand to pull out of her butt to come get this, but 
Yeah, exactly. Anyways, point being is each of their women come to bail them out. (laughs) Hey, Discord. (laughs) Tell us how much you think it is. (laughs) And uh, Charity Uh, is heavily, heavily pregnant. Heavily, yeah. Gets seven, eight months pregnant. And and she uses all of Michael's names. (laughs) Michael Joseph Patrick Carpenter. You know you're in trouble when... And she calls dressed in bad company. I love <laughs> that right This is what away. comes up when taking up with bad company. Bad yeah, company. yeah. Hello, Angel. Don't you angel me. And you know, I'd get a babysitter and roll the way out here and the money together and then get the sword back for you. It's like, hey, I'm Charity. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm thinking, like, you already know she's going to be pissed. You're already sad, like, you haven't seen her in a while. And I'm like, you really think this is the time to interrupt? Like, she's giving him, and you're like, hey, Charity, nice to see you. How's it going? I'm like, dude. It's like, clear they already have there. bad blood because they haven't talked in five years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and she's what, counting. That's what he says. This has been three or four. And she's like, it's, yeah, but exactly. I was like, Justin, you're dumb. You should have just stayed quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what are you? You, you, and you just has to. Mrs. I Carpenter. Know. I know. She won't even let him call him Charity or whatever she's like. She could yeah. glare right at me without looking at me square in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love how she like rams her belly at him, like, <laughs> you know, like he may have weaponized like his soul gazes and his issue. Like weaponizes this like pregnant belly. She's like, oh, I am gonna. I don't care if I'm pregnant. I will take you out. I will stab a dude. Like stab. Well, and like, and he tries to. He's like, it was really important. It's always really important. He engaged. My husband engages with many important activities without. What I dubiously call your term of help, but it's only when you're around he comes back covered in blood. So it's super like we know that Michael does this shit all the time. Harry's one who fucks it up. <laughs> does it? Yeah. Right. I mean, not to say that he never. Like, I'm sure, but exactly right. Still, Most like, of the time, done deal. Not arrested. <laughs> working on Michael's boss's schedule. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Things go more smoothly. Right. Well, tip- Harry's yeah, exactly. the chaos factor. When, ha- and- when God brings him work, it goes fine. When Harry brings him work, it does not. Yeah. Like, who right. the fuck knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. It's like so, I got hurt too. Which is like good. Like, I love that. She's like good. Maybe you'll finally start learning. Right. <laughs> that was a great good. line. That one. I know. It's like so unexpected. You just figure she's like whatever. She's like yeah. Oh, oh man. If you ever get my Michael into trouble so deep you can't come home to his family, I will make you sorry for it. Yeah. And there you get down to the crux. That's of- what I call yeah. foreshadow. <laughs> So that's really why. Michael doesn't say anything else. He just follows after his wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael's so much smarter than Dresden. My, so right? Like, again, he's established. He's a little older. Michael knows when to shut the fuck up. Married and long time. Married long time. And but again, well, I like this, mm-hmm. right? It's not like she's not just the harpy shrewish wife. Like, mm-hmm. again, she they make her some husband. dimension they, to her. They, yeah, they make her, like, strong and opinionated. And we're like, I say she's not some meek, mild, mild um, wallflower or anything mm-hmm. like this, you know? But exactly. It's like there's respect between mm-hmm. Michael and Charity right. and there's friendship there's love there's whatever and yeah she's worried about her husband she's worried about her family you know it's really yeah that's very touching right where he's like here's that in no way you know hinted at weakness you know and you're like mm-hmm. oh. I like the the watching them, how he watches them leave I watched the two of them for a moment walk walking in step beside one another while I stood there alone then I stuck my hands into my pockets and I turned away I had never noticed before how well the two of them matched one another. Michael with his quiet strength and unfailing reliability and charity with her blazing passion and unshakable loyalty to her husband. Yeah. Like, there's a lot packed into that Mm -hmm. phrase, those those couple of sentences there. Exactly, yeah. It tells you a lot. Dresden seems to be feeling left out of the marriage department and and, and almost the relationship department itself. Mm -hmm. Like, he just already assumes that things are not ever going to work for him. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that was part of, you know, with Michael prodding him on the Right, Michael's just brought all of this to the surface too. On the way there, he's like, "Well, do you love her? Are you gonna marry her?" And he's like, I, 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 "Wizards I, I, can't I, get I, married." I, yeah, I can't, can't say. I don't just say that to people, and I don't have time. You know, and this is it. Michael's like, "Well, I do most of the same work you do, and I've got." You know, exactly, and and just how well they do mesh, and he's still, I mean, you know, you gotta, it's still very new, you guys haven't been together that long, it's been a couple years, and it's been a crazy couple years, let's face it, Mike, or Harry and Susan, but you know, exactly, right, like, he's like that whole youthful, am I ever gonna get there, how do you make it work, how the fuck do relationships, I don't have a fucking clue how relationships (laughs) work, man, I'm... 
I don't remember if Molly is 12 or 14 in this book. Um, but whatever it is, add one more year and that's how long the Carpenters have been married, right? So, again, like you put it 12 to 14 or years, give or take, to them being married, right? And Harry's known Michael for roughly half of that, right? But to be fair to Harry, like, Michael got married in his 30s, and Harry's still in his 20s. So it's like, you know, like, it does seem a little bit more dramatic for Harry when he's like, oh, I'm never gonna be like that. And it's like, well, yeah, like, it's mm -hmm. fair. You're in your 20s. Like, chill out. Like, yeah. you're fine. Like, a little bit, uh, pessimistic there, bud. <laughs> like, some 20-year-old. Yeah. Well, do you... Yeah. Well, I guess he's, he's what, supposed to be about mid-40s, so I guess he would have been around yeah. 30 then if they'd been married about yeah. 15 years. So, okay, I gotcha, yeah. Because I was like, I don't think he's, like, exactly, like, 20 years old, but, yeah, if he's, like, 15-ish over yeah. Harry or so, then that would... But, yeah, 15, 20 years, yeah. I gotcha. And then Susan makes Sounds her... Sounds right. Math makes her, sense. Her yeah, entrance okay. just as he's thinking about yeah. all of this uh, relationship stuff. A full 180. He's like, oh, hey, I smell you. You smell great. They're a beautiful couple, aren't they? They got off to a good start. Oh, how's that? He saved her from a fire-breathing dragon. Sounds nice. I want to, <laughs> to know if that's actually true, because it very well could be. It is. is it? Yeah. Oh. It'll come up later in the books. You is it? Gonna, okay. You going to make him find out? She oh. said she'd give her. I'm sorry. She's just, no, that's okay. I just thought you would have taunted her a little bit and been like, I don't know, you'll find out. But I no. actually wrote in there. I wonder if the statement's actually true. You'll find I out. Guess. <laughs> I guess so. Yes, it is. Dragons are real. But that's, again, that's the beauty of this, too. Like, and with Harry, right, you're like, okay, well, given we're dealing in a supernatural world, like, it's possible it could be, and there could have been some reason that, you know, I'm like, or it could just be Harry, Harry being Snark Harry, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> but yeah. It's funny, if you, if you study the um, official Jim Butcher timeline like I do, which was fan compiled, not done by Jim Butcher, there's so many times in that timeline where someone's like, we don't actually know if this was just Harry being snarky or if this really happened. Like, there's one <laughs> point where it's like, I don't know, like, 50 years before Stormfront, the White Council stops upping the price paid to wizards. Oh, like, yeah. Like, in brackets, it's like, uh, Harry might have just been sarcastic. They haven't updated in 100 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, when this see when yeah. this first came out, right? It would have been like charity rescued by fire breathing dragon. We don't know, and then you know, like yeah. ten books later, and they're like, okay, wait, no, this is confirmed now. She really was, yeah. Well, we found out he wasn't just being yeah. sarky, <laughs> but yes, but I know. Again, just there's just so yeah. many great. Ex I mean, I say that all the time. I love a lot of Harry's exchanges, but yeah, there's just some good ones. Like you know, to a good start. Oh yeah, and she's just like, oh yeah, sounds nice. <laughs> like <"Well>, okay. <laughs> So yeah, then they have their little off the, little thing. Are you okay? Off I'm the okay. record, yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to be important. No, you're important. I just I don't want you to think that you're. You know, I I I I'm telling you, why can't you just say it? <laughs> but yeah, so you know they're both thinking it. They're both feeling it. Susan's like, I don't want to be the first to say it if you don't feel that way. And he's like, well, I don't want to say it if you don't feel that way, but I. But even, yeah, this whole thing about Michael, too, and their little, you know, he's like, um, um, yeah, she's like, I love it. She's like, so what? Like, a, like an actual knight? Like a, you know? And he's like, oh, as far as I know, he's a carpenter. <laughs> she's like, they have like a magic nail gun or something? This like. is what the craziest thing to me, too, though, is that, like, like, again, that little bit of, like, that, like, father-son relationship or something like that, when, like, Harry knows about, like, or, sorry, Michael knows about, like, Leah and Elaine uh. and Susan, and Harry's like, I don't even know what his job is. It's like, your parents well, I mean, know, like, who your best yeah. friend is, and your school, and your dentist, and then people are like, what do your parents do for work? They're like, I don't know. They leave uh. the house every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They drop me off at school. End of story. Know. You're right. I'm pretty sure they do something. <laughs> they never really thought. I don't know. Take care of me. Make me know. lunch. My mom was complaining about a computer one day, so I think she has a computer at work. Yeah. I don't know if that's part of her job or she doesn't use one. But, yeah. you know. Exactly. Know. Exactly. I think she just shops at the grocery store. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, again, again, I think this is a little bit of the Harry Dow play, right? Because yeah. Like, oh, as far as I know, that's... <laughs> yeah. We get a little bit of a history, at least, on and, uh, the swords. Yeah. So Michael believes that Amorakius is one of the three weapons given by God to mankind, each with a nail from the cross worked into its design. Yeah. And that only the righteous the can wield them. 
Yeah. So again, that explains. And again, like he's saying about her, right? She's like, well, I thought he was like nice enough, and he's like, yeah, he's not like a self-righteous, like he's not like a stuck-up, long-winded douchebag, mm-hmm. but he's like a legitimate, like how I many, you know, like as he says, man you of know, God, he, he he lives his ideals and that, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, oh wow, and and she's like, and again, right? And he's like, yeah, well, he's humble too, right? Like he doesn't just again, this is just who Michael is. Like he doesn't have to act. He's not trying to be anyone. He's not trying to be just. Hey man, this is how I roll. This is, you know, and it's just like, uh, but yeah, never met anyone like him. And then I'm gonna rock it. And then yeah, she's like, he named his sword. <laughs> it's like a very Freudian. He's like, no, 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 no. The swords come with a name. <laughs> so yeah, so this is our basis, our introduction into what and the foundation of that is that yeah. Mm-hmm. So we find out that, uh, um, well, I guess we don't. Other than there's knights. Of so it implies there's more than one. So whether that's yeah. at any given time or hundred or an order or whatever, right? But but yeah. Although I guess he does say no because this is the three. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Three, yeah, he says three swords. Each three of them swords. has a nail. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So that's really. Oh, one of three. Yeah. So there we go. So then they go back and forth. They have a little bit more banter about her, and then they have their little moment. And he can't say it, but he kisses her, and he tries to put everything into the kiss. And then they hear someone coming, and they break apart, and they get kind of a little knowing look from a passing mm-hmm. cop, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Harry gets all flustered and blushy a little bit, <laughs> which again is so funny, right? Like, yeah, he'll stand up to like Leah and like Agatha Hagglethorn and be like, "Fuck you, whatever," and then like a cop sees him kissing in the hallway and he's like oh my god I'm so embarrassed (laughs) I got caught kissing it's like again right that old fashioned versus snark and which again right again those sort of some of those chords of Michael that I think they're they're there in Harry like Harry wants to be good but Harry also just can't resist being like a snarky little (laughs) yeah too he's like but it's and really I appreciate that because you know that's where the fun is that's why we like him that's why we like him but yeah so yeah, he falls asleep on the way home, but um, yeah. a- a- upon arriving home, his cat doesn't come to greet him, which is horrible. What? Yeah, How he's quite concerned. Mr. Yeah. Always comes. Mr. Always comes. I'd be rude, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I, I love Susan's reaction and stuff like that. Like, he's a cat. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, but what if, like, something happened? What if you got a dog? And she's like, pfft. He could, like, I pity any dog that tries to take on this. And again, this is the beauty of the fantasy world where it's okay. You can let your cats out and wander around all night and, you know, you don't have to worry about the practicality of it, but yeah. So yeah, so it kind of gives him pause, but then he's like, whatever, I'm tired and kind of got beat up by a ghost. <laughs> well, and I guess a couple of hellhounds too, but right, so Susan's all, and then he's like, oh no, wait, shit, I sense something. <laughs> Something's off. Wait a minute. Something's wrong. Cool. Well, and I, I appreciate just how open he is, too. He's, like, like normally time, he's very, like, I don't know, flighty when it comes to giving information to these mm-hmm. mortals, right? But this one, he was, like, really, like, he's just, like, take it easy. Get out your car keys. Yeah, I think vampires. at this point, he's like, well, fuck, she's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she saw me beat down some werewolves. I think Susan knows at this point. Yeah. I guess cat's out of the bag, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, but you're right, exactly. He doesn't try and, you know, pretend it's oh, anything. We, we, let's go to your place. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, shit, we got company, and yeah, figures yeah. out pretty quick, and so... Well, so real quick, you know, like, you've got, I mean, what are we, seven chapters in, and we've got ghosts, fairies, now vampires. Some demons. Cops. De- yeah, there was demons with the girl. Demon. Yeah, demons. Right. Uh, it was like... Necromancers. True to Jim's form. After. Yeah. Throw yeah. in. Just 85 a problems. Throw it. Mishmash yeah. of everything. Yep. Yeah. All here's here's your supernatural melting pot. pot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything but the kitchen sink. This concludes our episode 8.3, Who You Gonna Call? Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and mackinallies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk.